Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. I'm just going to be the picture of efficiency here, even though it's not usually my M.O. We do have Landry Burdine with us, and he's getting in position for some big-time high school football, and then, of course, he'll be there for the revivalry. Baylor and TCU, he played for TCU, loves those frogs, and is part of the radio team for uh, for TCU. Landry, great to have you. I had John Denton on the other day, and it just didn't feel right uh, not reaching out to you. Uh, even though I didn't give you a lot of lead time, but I thought, man, I'd love to talk to Landry. Thank you for making the time on this busy Friday evening. Man, anything for you, Mosley. I, uh, the only thing I would ask is the next time you introduce me, you have to include that I did win. I was camper of the week at Grant Taft football camp when I was 10 years old. So uh, I think that needs to be added to that list. But we can cover that next time. Yeah, Lee, I, I also attended Grant Taft camp. I can't remember who would have been there. You probably had Coach Fredenberg looking at you, people like uh, uh, Bill Lane. You know who was there? Cotton Davidson. Who's that? F.A. Dry was there. Yeah. And I thought he was the meanest person on the planet. And uh, that's all I remember out of that deal. Well, he he, uh, spent a little time, as you well know, on the TCU campus, has great ties to Baylor, but uh, F.A. Dry, after his time at TCU, ends up coaching the offensive line, and he was a special teams guy. He knew knew the kicking game. In fact, John Denton was bringing that up. Don't don't get John started on on former SWC kickers. I mean, my gosh, I don't know what we really got into that. Yeah, yeah, some of those kickers and punters. Talking about uh, – if you get him talking about Irk Slaben and, and Steve Little, I mean, there's a bunch of guys we could get into. Now, uh, Landry, I mean, this is uh, – by the way, what are you – are you watching some Alito football this evening? The Bearcats, uh, I mean, that's a team that stumbled out of the gates a little bit but have righted the ship. And I thought your family was way into baseball. But it turns out you've got a – You've got an up-and-coming young sophomore that's starting to see some playing time, a little playing time on the varsity. That's almost unheard of with that Alito program. Yeah. <laughs> um, where where do you find yourselves this evening? Well, I'm about to have a little uh, little dinner at a nice Mexican food establishment in Abilene, and then we're going to be in Sweetwater uh, for Alito against Lubbock Cooper. And, yeah, one of my twin boys, I've got twin 15-year-old sons, and, uh, one of my twins is still playing football, and uh, they both run track. And uh, baseball is really kind of their thing. But man, he he really likes football, and they're giving him a chance. And I know he's going to be running down on kickoff and backing up some kick returns and things like that. So it's going to be a fun night. That's great. Give us some updates and uh, bring some of that to uh, uh, to the air tomorrow. Uh, I heard one coach crediting you, by the way, for like a turnaround of TCU football. Like from 25 years ago, there's somebody. It was like an Estridge conversation, and 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 I just happened to stumble across this thing. And whoever he was talking to said, "Yep, Landry Burdine uh, spoke up. We were one in ten, and and he stood up at a meeting and and uh, and got on everybody and said, "Hey, you need to stop complaining and start listening to these guys." And I thought, lo and behold, man. I mean, I knew you were on the team, and 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 certainly had a nice career, but I didn't. I didn't. I've never heard you uh, given credit for the turnaround of the program. That was some. Uh, that was pretty good stuff, Landry. I was glad I stumbled across that. Well, it certainly wasn't because of my playing abilities, mostly because I wasn't very good. <laughs> so I, you know, everybody had to find a role, and 
I think the interview you're talking about is with Mark Tomerdahl, who is who is back on campus on Sunny Dyke staff as a special teams coach. He was he was my special teams coach my senior year uh, when we won the Sun Bowl that year. And, uh, you know, as coaches will do, they they tend to work in hyperbole, and uh, you know, he he likes to credit me probably more than I deserve. But uh, it's fun to let my kids listen to that and. Yeah, you know, it was a good time, and, and and it was a neat time to be a part of the program then because that team uh, wasn't me, but that team is really the team that, that you know, started turning things the other direction, and uh, I'm just glad I was a part of it, man. What was, what was it like seeing Gary Patterson on that other sideline over there with those Longhorns? I mean, you were actually down on the sideline. You handle those uh, sideline responsibilities. And, of course, not only did you work with him as a sideline analyst all these years, but you played for Gary, so you have a unique perspective. Uh, I was told Gary did not – he was not seen much before the game, but a lot of people got to go say hi to him after the game. Did you – was there any moments where you were making your way around your your duties down there and you you crossed paths with him? No, I didn't get to visit with him. He sent me a message. I sent him a message after the game, you know, hey, coach, sorry I didn't see you back, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I saw him across the sideline. But like you said, he was he was pretty sparse uh, before the game, uh, which, you know, that, as, as he should be probably and uh, just kind of laying low. So, uh, no, I didn't – I really didn't get a chance to visit with him. And, you know, I've been asked that a lot over the last week. It really wasn't – We've seen him in burnt orange now for, what, eight, nine months, and so we're kind of used to that, uh, the shock of that. Um, you know, that, that color doesn't look good on anybody, right? So uh, that, you know, other than that, now nah, it was kind of business as usual, brother. The frogs go down and take care of business. Don't be attacking the horns. If you're going to attack, attack my alma mater. we got a game tomorrow, <laughs> okay? Y'all have already beaten the horns. They're the least of your concerns at this point. I'm told that you, at some point, got his attention and gave him a horns down. That was what the reports I was getting. Now, no. <laughs> I, I've got better things to do than worry about those horns down idiots. I can promise you that. So, yeah, we got a big one coming up, uh, coming up tomorrow, man. I tell you, it's going to be... It's going to be a humdinger, you know, Baylor. I I, I kind of threw out the film from last week. They're uh, the Bears scare me. You know, I, I was telling a buddy of mine the other day what what we tend to do is wreck each other's seasons, and uh, it's what we specialize in in this rivalry. And and you know, no more uh, clear than than last year in 2014. And you know, I mean, it's just it's just what we do. So, you know, Frog fans, I think should be nervous about this game. I think the Bears are a lot better than what they showed last week, and. Uh, you know, I really am. I'm a, as you know, Mosley, I'm a huge Dave Aranda fan. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty anxious, man. Pretty anxious about this one for sure. Landry Burdine joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, TCU sideline analyst. And uh, Landry, I like how you work, by the way, because you dig in there and get some stuff. And I, I don't know how Gary was. I'm sure Gary loved to not really be that, you know, most coaches don't love to be that, you know, upfront about injuries. But I always like how you provide uh, a lot of updates during the game. Not all sideline people do that, and uh, it's really, really helpful to the audience. And uh, occasionally I'll send you a little text. And I think one involved some kind of song that they played coming back. It was like y'all were playing a song from a sitcom 50 years ago. It was, And, and it was John Denton was, was uh, talking about the, oh, it was the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah, I can't remember Mary the context. Yeah. I can't remember the context yeah. of how that came up, but I'm thinking, 
Okay. I mean, I guess there's a certain part of this audience that gets this. But, I mean, anybody under about 45 doesn't know what they're talking about. Well, (laughs) Mosley, if you listen to the broadcast all season, you will now know that every uh, lead-in song that we play, uh, you know, coming out of break, that song has something to do with the opponent. Okay. And so you're going to have to go back and listen because that song, the Mary Tyler Moore Show, if I'm not mistaken, it had. I think that may have been the West Virginia game. I need to go back and look. Uh, but it, it 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 applied in some way uh, okay. in, in the in the crazy mind of Brian Estridge. It applied to that opponent or that location uh, for that week. So that has been our our stick all year, and that's something that that uh, you need to listen for again tomorrow. Yeah, you know, John Morris takes himself a lot more serious uh, about his profession, so he doesn't get into shenanigans like that. <laughs> well, that's true. Shit. That's true. <laughs> He's a professional. There's that's no right. About it, we're, and that's, we're not. That's right. No, no, y'all do a great job. I always enjoy the photos, the pregame photos with all y'all's shots, and then over the years, you've stopped at various locations and taken pictures together out in the mountains. My gosh, I've heard about these things for years. How's my man? And I know you need to get rolling. I do not want to hold you up from this Mexican dinner because they, they out Sweetwater direction, they've got great Mexican restaurants. I've heard, I've heard right. over the years, but, um, Duggan, I mean, what a what an amazing season, and what a what an amazing player this is. I mean, he loses the job at the beginning of the season. Could have gotten his head down. Could have done like a lot of kids do and go. I'm out of here. I want to go try to you know have a whole year and maybe go play for somebody else. It seems like he did the exact opposite. Um, is this guy just wired differently? than a lot of people because, I mean, think about that. You lose the job, then you end up having a Heisman-caliber-type season. I mean, this is a magical season uh, that, that Max has had. Is he – I mean, I, I think back to Dalton. You know, he was ma- you know he was a great character guy. Is Duggan kind of made of, a, uh, of something similar to Andy in that regard? Yeah, I think in some ways, uh, but I tell you, Mosley, he's the best competitor I've ever been around in my life, and that includes when I played, that includes, you know, however many decades on the sidelines. I mean, Max Duggan is the ultimate competitor, and he's probably one of the toughest football players I've ever been around. Um, he is he is a, a the ultimate grinder, uh, and he has, I think the thing that's lost on a lot of people is how he's developed as a passer. Uh, you know, he's really done a good job over the last year with his staff of becoming a much better thrower. And that, that was the thing that was always kind of the question on him. And uh, I just can't say enough good things about him, man. He, he's, he's tough as nails. He's mean. I mean, he's got some hate in his heart. And, uh, and he's, you know, he's just a really, really good football player. And, you know, probably top two or three guys that I've ever been around, um, you know, in this business. I just really enjoy being around the guy. and He's the kind of guy you want your kids to watch, you know, and admire. So it's been a lot of fun getting to know him. All right, uh, Landry, be careful out there on the road and then getting to uh, Waco tomorrow. Let me know if there's anything you need uh, pregame. If you get out there early, come see us. I'll be doing the pregame from uh, – I'll be on 7 to 9. I know you and John kind of like to ease on in there. And, of course, Brian will be eating a continental breakfast wherever you guys are staying. But um, uh, look forward to seeing you. I'll peek in there at the uh, perhaps uh, uh, maybe pregame if you come to the press box. I know you love to be down on the field. But uh, have a great game. Good luck tonight versus that uh, 
that team from Lubbock, and uh, y'all win one. And, and um, you know, tell the Haney family that, uh, boy, Hoss sure would look good in green and gold. All right? Tell them I said that. <laughs> you got it, Mosley. I'll do it. All right. Good to talk to you. All right. You too. There he goes. Landry Burdine, uh, TCU sideline analyst. And uh, uh, he's a big oil guy, uh, big in the oil uh, field, so uh, he's done really well, but a great guy and uh, fun to have him on. 